0: Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's word. And so this morning, it is my joy to share with the city of joy the joy of following Jesus right so we're going to start off with um, not my favorite person in the Bible Um, if you have your Bibles please turn to 1 Samuel 15 verse 10 to 22 and I am going to say if you've got your notes Please write down 1 Samuel 15, verse 1 to 3. And in that, there was a very strict and hard instruction that came through the prophet to Saul. And he was told to destroy a certain people type. Our calling now is not to destroy anybody. Right? We build. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Jesus has come. We are one. We are one community, one global family. Whether people know about Jesus or not, we invite them in. Amen. Right? But this was a very specific word that God said go and destroy the Amalekites. And Saul was sauling. And what do I mean by that? Sometimes we allow ourselves to get in the place of God's word. Sometimes we allow ourselves to be raised up above the word of God. And uh, so from verse 10 it says, Then the Lord said to Samuel, now Samuel is the prophet, don't confuse him with Saul. Samuel is the prophet. I am sorry that I ever made Saul king, for he has not been loyal to me and has again refused to obey me. Samuel was so deeply moved when he heard this, that he cried out to the Lord all night. Early the next morning, Samuel went to find Saul. Someone told him, Saul went to Carmel to set up a monument to himself, then he went to Gilgal. When Samuel finally found him, Saul greeted him cheerfully. May the Lord bless you, he said. I have carried out our Lord's command. Then what is the bleating of sheep and the lowing of cattle, I hear, Samuel demanded. It's true that the army spared the best of the sheep and the cattle, Saul admitted. But they are going to sacrifice them to the Lord your God. We have destroyed everything else. Then Samuel said to Saul, Stop. Listen to what the Lord has told me last night. And what was it? Saul asked. And Samuel told him, Although you may think little of yourself, are you not the leader of the tribes of Israel? The Lord has anointed you king of Israel, and the Lord sent you on a mission and told you, go and completely destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, until they are all dead. Why haven't you obeyed the Lord? Why did you rush for the plunder and to do exactly what the Lord said not to do. But I did obey the Lord, Saul insisted. I carried out the mission he gave me. I brought back King Agag, but I destroyed everyone else. Then my troops brought in the best of the sheep and cattle and plundered to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. And this next scripture is key for all of us. But Samuel replied, What is more pleasing to the Lord? Your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to His voice? Obedience is far better than sacrifice. Listening to Him is much better than the offering of the fat of rams. Rebellion, Is as bad as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as bad as worshiping idols so because you have rejected the word of the Lord he has rejected you from being king now we could stop there because I could scare you but that is not my place or my authority and that would be manipulation of scripture so we're moving on from not my favorite soul and we're moving on To our potential which is jesus but before we get there i want to say saul was given a hard task he was given a hard task saul chose to disobey the lord right what is partial obedience disobedience so partial obedience is no obedience and disobedience has consequences. Yeah. Now, do I care that Saul lost his title? No, no, I don't. Because wherever he went, he would still be remembered as King Saul. But generationally, the Lord was trying to deal with a root, mm. a root that came up and kept coming against the Israelites. And the successor, David, had to fight the Amalekites. And David's son, Solomon, had to fight the Amalekites. And the next king that was raised had to fight the Amalekites. And so on and so on until finally God raised up a king who completed the task that Saul was told to do. Generations later, lives lost later. Our disobedience has consequences. So moving along from that to the best person who has ever lived and will ever live, ever, and continues to live in each one of us, we're going now to our example from Jesus. So turn with me please to Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 52. Now I have put all my little notes here. Oh, it's flat. It's flat. Okay, while he sorts that out, let's everybody say together Jesus Jesus enables enables obedience. obedience. My character character is just like Jesus. Jesus. Awesome.
1: Amen. Amen
0: so luke 2 verse 41 to 52 and i love this story because it just emphasizes how jesus was a child and i like that it is an example to all of us that jesus's character was consistent from the time that he was little thank you so much jb Right. So what's happening in Luke 2 verse 41, it says every year Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for Passover. They were Jews, that's what the Jews did. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was with friends among the other other travellers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him. He was in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers discussing deep (coughs) questions with them and all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers his parents didn't know what to think son his mother said to him why have you done this to us your father and I have been frantic searching for you everywhere but why did you need to search? He asked You should have known That I would be in my father's house mm. Right? And then we stop there Because it's funny and it's great But we continue on yes. Verse 50 But they did not understand what he meant Then he returned to Nazareth with them And was obedient to them And his mother stored all these things in her heart. So Jesus grew in both height and in wisdom, and he was loved by God and by all who knew him. When we spend time at the feet of Jesus, feasting on his word, we grow into his full stature. We get his wisdom because we have the mind of Christ. So that was Jesus as a boy. Let's jump a little forward to Luke 4, verse 42 to 44. So Jesus has already started his public ministry. And it starts off by saying he's healed many people the day before. And uh, he continues to preach. So early the next morning, Jesus went out into the wilderness. The crowd searched everywhere for him. And when they finally found him, they begged him not to leave them. But he replied, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God in other places too, because that is why I was sent. So he continued to travel around preaching in synagogues throughout Judea. Okay, so here we see full obedience to the will of God. It would have been so easy for him to to stay there and to minister there and say, there is enough need there. But he continued looking to the Father for his direction. Where are the lost? Where are those in need? I need to draw them unto myself. This is the example of Jesus that we must follow. And so this morning, if you have not guessed it yet, the joy of following Jesus is obedience. <coughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. amen? amen. Amen. All right. Let's focus now on John 17. Uh, John 17, verse ah, verse 1 to 25. So oftentimes we hear the word of the Lord and we hear different um, messages coming out of His word and we make our hearts hot, we make our ears hot to what Jesus is trying to say to us, to what the mandate is. And so we're going to get a refresher ourselves. For those of you who have a Bible that have the words of Christ in red, your entire chapter should be read. Read the color and read as in read. So we're going to read now what Jesus is saying. And the version I'm using is the New Living Translation. Um, I trust that it's going to bless you and empower you. And whatever version that you are reading right now, that the Holy Spirit is ministering through that to you. Because He is that good. Amen. So verse 17, John 17. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he looked up to heaven and said, Father, the time has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over every one in all the earth. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. I brought glory to you here on earth by doing everything you told me to do. And now, Father, bring me into that glory we shared before the world began. I have told these men about you. They were in the world, but then you gave them to me. Actually, they were always yours, and you gave them to me. And they have kept your word. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you. For I have passed on to them the words you gave me, and they accepted them and know that I came from you, and they believe you sent me. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me because they belong to you. And all of them, since they are mine, belong to you. And you have given them back to me, so they are my glory. Now I am departing the world. I am leaving them behind and coming to you. Holy Father, keep them and care for them. All those you have given me so that they will be united just as we are. During my time here I have kept them safe. I guarded them so that no one was lost except the one headed for destruction as the scriptures foretold. And now I am coming to you. I have told them many things while I was with them so that they would be filled with my joy. I have given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They are not part of this world any more than I am. Make them pure and holy by teaching them your words of truth. As you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world and I give myself entirely to you so that they may also be entirely yours I am praying not only for these disciples but also for all who will ever believe in me because of their testimony my prayer for all of them is that they will be one just as you and I are one. Father, that just as you are in me, and I am in you, so they will be in us, and the world will believe you sent me. I have given them glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are, in them and you in me, all being perfected into one. Then the world will know that you sent me, and will understand that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you've given me to be with me so that they can see my glory. You gave me the glory because you loved me even before the world began. O righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do, and these disciples know you sent me. And I have revealed you to them, and I will keep on revealing you. I will do this so that your love for me may be in them, and I in them. At parts of reading this prayer of Jesus, it's like my heart rate started going faster. Jesus prayed for us. Jesus prayed for you. Amen and jesus prayed that you would be obedient in taking him into the world how powerful the joy of the lord from the power of the holy spirit inside of you and his word gives you authority to go into the world amen jesus said so It's in his word. Amen. I mean, what utter joy. And so, on that, I know that was a long passage. We refer to Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. I'm going backwards in my Bible, so maybe I must go back to ministry school. Uh, Let's see. Matthew 28. verse 18 to 20 Jesus came and told his disciples I have been given complete authority in heaven and on earth sorry. yeah Which is it? 28, 28, 28. 28. Okay. sorry 28 Matthew 28 verse 18 Okay. Right, let's start again. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given complete authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given to you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. There is a joy in showing others Jesus. There is a joy in showing others the Holy Spirit, empowering them to be a change in the world. There is a joy in operating in the authority of Christ, with full obedience to Christ. None of us would be here if it were not for another person showing us Jesus, being obedient, laying down their life, laying down their ego, laying down their reputation to say, you can receive Christ, you can be born again. You can walk and talk like Jesus. Amen. So I'm going to ask you some questions this morning. It's not for you to shout out the answer. It's not for me. This is time for you and Jesus. And the first question is, am I experiencing the joy of Jesus through hard things? Maybe you are feeling like Saul. Don't look at Saul. Saul is not Jesus. You have Jesus. You can do the hard things because you have Jesus. The second question is, am I sacrificing what I'm not supposed to because of disobedience? Am I not listening to what God told me to do? And am I saying, but I would rather bring him an offering of something he does not want. He wants us to be obedient to his word. He wants us to be obedient to the great commission. And another question I want us to ask, and please, if your answer to this is no I want you to come up afterwards so that our prayer ministers can pray with you because you cannot do this life without the Holy Spirit so the question is have I received the Holy Spirit so again I want you to note down Jude 1 verse 20 to 24 and John 14 verse 26 I'm going to read them to you Jude 1, right, verse 20, but you, dear friends, must continue to build your lives on the foundation of your holy faith, and continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit. Live in such a way that God's love can bless you as you wait for the eternal life, that our Lord Jesus Christ, in His mercy, is going to give to you. Show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. There are still others to whom you need to show mercy. But be careful that you aren't contaminated by their sins. So keep your focus only on Jesus. Don't be focused on somebody else's bad behavior. Your mandate is to give them Jesus and to ensure that they understand the Holy Spirit rebirth that has happened inside of them. Okay? And it says, And now, all glory to God, who is able to keep you from stumbling. Look at how powerful God is he's able to keep you from stumbling and who will bring you into his glorious presence innocent of sin and with great joy all glory to him who alone is God our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord yes glory majesty power and authority belong to him in the beginning Now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Let's quickly see what John 14 verse 26 has to say. I'm having you flipping through your Bibles today. It's very exciting. It's good for you. It's good for me, clearly. (laughs) John 14 verse 26. Right? This is again Jesus. But when the Father sends the counselor as my representative, and by the counselor I mean the Holy Spirit, Spirit. He will teach you everything and remind you of everything I myself have taught you. So when you're reading your Bible, trust the Holy Spirit is keeping that truth inside of you so that he can release it out into the world trust and believe but obey and share the good news so our first question was have i received the holy spirit and again i charge you if you have not please come forward after the service the prayer ministers are going to pray for you it is like you are in a battlefield and you have a secret weapon and you're not using that secret weapon he is the one that gives us the authority of jesus and brings forth the word with power and with boldness and we can rest assured in him okay the next hard question i have for you is i've heard this message this morning Do I need to course correct? That means I may not be walking on the path that God has for me. I may have hardened my ears and hardened my heart to his truth and to his love and to his teaching. So do I need to change course and follow in his ways? Again, this is not for anybody. It is for you and Jesus. We are responsible, once we hear the word of the Lord, to obey it. Are we obeying Him? So, I want us to look at 2 Timothy 2 verse 15. Okay? You might know this um, scripture very, very well. And again, people may have said things and, and used it. it. It talks about the Bible, the holy word of God. So, 2 2 verse 15 says work hard so God can approve you Mm -hmm. okay be a good worker one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth so that working hard is not talking about your everyday job although it's going to bless the world around you when you work hard at your job They will be able to listen more readily to what you say if you show yourself to be faithful in the workplace or in your community. But we need to be more faithful, more fervent, more excited about sharing the Word of God with others. We want to be a good worker of the Word of God and of Christ's mandate, not of our own ideas. And not be like Saul that said, how was I disobedient? How was I disobedient? And acting innocent when he knew God gave him an instruction. I want to just show you quickly Psalm 84 verse 11. Because scripture is for encouragement, it is for correction, and it is to show the consistency of the word of God. So, Psalm 84, verse 11. The this, span this is blessing me, but it's also blessing the papers. There we go. Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is our light and protector, He gives us grace and glory. No good thing will the Lord withhold. From those who do what is right. He has never withheld salvation from anyone. He has never withheld his truth from anyone. And there were people in Jesus' day, crowds followed him but there were 11 disciples that remained. And there were new converts made that were sent out. I was so encouraged this morning, speaking to one of the people I believe is a a pillar in the church of God, and that is Philip. Because Philip and Rita, their life is consistently built on the word of God and what he says, and they want to remain faithful and true and endure to the end so in john 17 verse 3 jesus has said that it is the father's will that he be known and that is eternal life that people might know father god and jesus who was sent that takes Our obedience and there is a joy in that obedience so I want to ask you now are you carrying something a burden that Jesus has told you to let go of because nowhere we are commissioned to pick up burdens We are commissioned to be the light bringers of His truth to the world. Amen. I stand here, the lights are on. It's wonderful. It makes it easier for me to read. It makes it easier for us to listen and to understand and not struggle. We are the light of the world. We are the city on a hill that cannot be hidden. And so I want you to note this down. Matthew 11 from verse 20 okay i i wrote down the message version but i do not have a message bible in front of me which is okay because i trust that the lord is going to minister to us in spite of uh, me not having a different version matthew 11 from verse 20 Oh, sorry no jerusha 25 because i started reading about judgment on the unbelievers and i don't think we need to go there today hell is hot and eternity is long and we don't want anyone to go there it doesn't matter how they have hurt you it does not matter how terrible they are no one is outside the reach of a redeeming god so note down please matthew 11. And uh, from verse 25 to 30, then Jesus prayed this prayer, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding the truth from those who think themselves so wise and clever and for revealing it to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it in this way. My Father has given me authority over everything. No one really knows the Son except the Father, and no one really knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you because i am humble and gentle and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke fits perfectly and the burden i give you is light the power of god enables us to fulfill the great commission Amen. it is not a heavy burden but we should be burdened for the world But the power of God is not going to ease you in your disobedience, it is not. His grace will keep coming after you, his truth and his love can sustain you, but you are causing harm to yourself and to the body. Saul's disobedience did not only affect Saul, it affected everyone. It affected an entire population group. And it did so generation through the to the next generation i would much rather pick up the yoke of jesus and my impact is eternal Mm. that i see all of us in heaven one day that i see the world in heaven one day because that is what god wants and so if i must pick up something If I must pick up my obedience, I will choose to pick up obedience to His Word. Mm. And I will keep choosing that. And when the Word of the Lord comes to me to cause correct and say, What are you doing? I will not pretend that I don't know what I am chosen for, what I have said yes to. My final scripture for us this morning is Matthew 22 Um, let me just find it from verse 34 this is the Pharisees testing Jesus but when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees with his reply they thought up a fresh question of their own to ask him one of them an expert in religious law tried to trap him with this question teacher what is the most important commandment in the law of moses jesus replied you must love the lord your god with all your heart all your soul and all your mind this is the first and the greatest commandment a second is equally important Love your neighbor as yourself. All the other commandments and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So my final question to us this morning is, am I loving others as Jesus would? The joy of Jesus is experienced in His love through us towards others. And again, you can choose that. You can choose to receive it, and you can choose to give it out. You are strong like Jesus. You are empowered like Jesus. And you will be Jesus to this world. And this morning i just want to pray that encouragement over you Amen. is that okay pastor Amen. yeah Amen. so heavenly father we just thank you that you've guided us through your word this morning you are gentle with us Hallelujah. you are kind to us Amen. Thank you. <coughs> and we do not want to have foolish desires lord that are not of you that are not eternal we want to follow in the footsteps of jesus we want to bring jesus to the world and so i thank you heavenly father for your holy spirit empowered in everyone present here today that they rise up as the godly servant and leader and messenger of the good news that they are this morning that they accept the mandate the calling the privilege of being jesus to the world and sharing jesus with the world and we thank you lord god that your holy spirit is so gentle and so kind but so powerful to impact and change communities and the world and this week as we go forth we do not do so on our own authority but on the authority of the word of God that we can bring Jesus to the world we choose the joy of following Jesus we choose the joy of obedience to him and to his word and we put your word and your commandments above any single high thought that could possibly raise itself up. We crush it at the cross at the feet of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us or if you'd like us to pray with you, Please contact us at info at If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.